It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Live from the Gold Coast once again. Yep, uh, episode 64, uh, Tommy. I'm sorry, everyone, about the audio. I expect uh, better in myself. And it <laughs> no, feels right. weird, Tommy, having the good audio. Well, I'm coming, we'll... I'm coming to your ears clean and crisp as fuck from Melbourne. So... From the studio, yeah. And I'm, uh, from... I'm uh, outside broadcasting from the... the uh, Surface paradise. We said that if we were ever doing remote uh, episodes, you have to paint a picture. What have you got surrounding mm-hmm. you right now? Uh, so I've got a really good. So I'm staying with my friend Nason, which I said yesterday, and he uh, has like a short term, like six month or so lease. Surface paradise in. It's like uh, I think it's part of Mantra. They have like a couple of buildings. And some of them short-term rentals. Right, mate, we don't need to know the lease fucking agreement. Um, I'm asking you to paint a picture visually, and so I can see <laughs> not the business plan of the fucking business. I can see um, uh, water. I'm. Uh, I can actually. There's a few trees in front, but where the um, there's a big. Uh, what would you call it? Like a stage that uh, performances have been happening for Festival 2018. I can see that. It's a very Fuck cool it. spot. This is the it. most logistical yeah. explanation of a painting a picture. There's, I can lots see, of I way, can there's lots of waves. Not many people out. Not many people out. But if I look down um, the balcony, you can sort of see the pool for the place, and you can also see there's people seated watching on like a big screen the Com Games. Can I? Um, I'm just. So gonna, I'm going to. I'm going to do it for you. So right now, okay. I'm in the Gold Coast. It's. Okay. It's. There's you a beautiful know. sea breeze oh. at the moment. As you um, look out across the balcony uh, from the balcony. You look straight ahead. All you see is water. It's blue. There's waves there's rolling. There's a couple in. of buildings in front. Go on. There's a, there's a few buildings. The 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 energy here is electric. The com games are on, and it's just a beautiful place to be. And the food is so lovely. It feels like I'm on mm, holidays nah. because I am. Nah. You fucked it. It's. I mean, nah. the foods are okay, but as, when I said to Nasan this morning when we're deciding what to have for breakfast, he said, "You're rolling the dice wherever you go here." Yeah, um, and yes, it has its advantages of cheap coffee, but um, the smashed avo this morning is almost like an avocado puree. It's just that it's different. It's different yeah. here. A lot of acai bowls haven't seen as much fruit salad as I would have liked, but I'm sure there's <laughs> a bunch of fruit salad. Oh, God. Um, so yesterday I, was, I had to go buy some batteries um, mm-hmm. from the supermarket. I just chose to go to the supermarket. I wanted to get some other shit from there. And I did, and I had this thing. I haven't, I don't really do this. I usually go for the cheap option in most things because I don't really yeah. think there's going to be much of a difference. But I had this moment where I'm looking at a fucking, a packet of 10 batteries for $8 or a packet of 10 batteries for $16. What would you yeah. buy? Which, which, which packet would you buy? Get, get the, I mean, batteries, you really notice the difference. So it's one of those few items where sometimes you'll pay $20 for four and they're like the long-lasting, like lithium-esque batteries. I would I would always go, especially if you're doing it for uh, audio recorders or things where you don't want it to fuck up, go the expensive ones. So you drop the 16 bucks. Yeah. I dropped 16 bucks, but I, but I did yeah. think about it. It's like, it is one of the items in my mind that, that I'll only go 
the expensive one. Like I'm even now cars, like I'm not, fuck, you can buy like a, you know, a Honda Jazz and it'd be sick. It'd be, it'd fucking, it's brand new. It's nine grand. It's fine. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's batteries. Yeah, definitely. And then I was reading the back of them. They're like the, um, you know, the double strength, the endurance mode. It's like they, they their marketing behind batteries are just, will kill you because you believe yeah. every word of them because you're putting – I had, yeah, audio devices that I needed to power that wouldn't fucking run out. And yeah. and they st- it still got down to low battery on these ones. So I was like – Those are the, the rechargeable ones that um, are at uh, ProTog in uh, Melbourne. They're good. Like you can – shit about the place. I know, I know. I know. But there's, there's, <laughs> uh, there's uh, there are like commercial grade batteries that you can get which – like soundos will use in theatre when they're like miking people up for their mic packs. It's good to get them and get rechargeables. Like I, it's like cost effective. Like it makes sense financially, and then you're not having to fucking chuck them in the bin and close your eyes and is, forget is, what they're. Is there anything else that you buy that you will always go the more expensive option? Like what's this else? What's this translate into? What else? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, um, oh, I think. For flights, a lot of the times I won't go the cheapest option. I won't fly Jetstar. Um, so about that's probably an example. Eggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, free range, not non-caged. So you'll go the um, premium? Yeah. Uh, what else do I get premium of? Uh, like I'll get like the better avocados. You know how sometimes there's the cheaper ones that's like the lighter green. I'll sometimes yeah. go the, the ones that are actually better. Um, oh, strawberries. Strawberries is another primo. There's like premium strawberries, which taste heaps better. And we'll, we'll do that. So but, how, do you, um, how, do you rela- how do you relate this to like a business charging more and then having people um, just think, okay, because immediately you think more expensive, potentially better? Yeah, I think it's uh, – well, it's – it comes. It's always that value game, isn't it? So your you value the batteries that are going to give you reliability and time. But mm. in saying that, that's not always an important thing. Your remote control is a low level device that's taking taking not that much power, and it's going to sit in there, and it doesn't need to do anything special. Mm. So you're going to spend less on that than than what you're going to spend on the batteries that's going to charge a, that's going to power a microphone which can't die. Mm. So it's the same with things like internet. Like commercial grade internet is a lot more expensive than sort of residential internet, and that's because like you can fucking contact them when it like there's all these you know user agreements, so it won't. Um, well, you know this. Down. Whereas if yeah. yeah, well, you know this podcast this is an anti-Telstra podcast because I is always... That official, <laughs> is that an official statement? Unless they are willing to sponsor us, I, then we'll take that up and we'll change our fucking tune. But um, yeah. no, I've always thought pay the premium, get the premium service. And so you're, you're actually a pro-Telstra because you, you're a Telstra guy. Yeah, I, I'm still on it now, and I still think they're like internet's the fastest reception in all areas. But fuck me, I thought paying the premium meant you actually got good service. But it's it's interesting. I think there's a shift in that business and them yeah. them scaling, or maybe even reducing the scale to maximize profits, if that makes sense, because of 
hard times. Like they've outsourced everything. Like yeah. hard to even get onto an Australian um, customer support person half the time. Mm-hmm. But the, the thought there was always premium and they still have the product premium but everything else around has gone to shit in my opinion. Well, I feel like Foxtel used to be an example of a company that would um, express the fact that or communicate that they were like no ads or hardly any ads. Like yeah. That used to be a selling point. Whereas now somehow we've managed to be paying for a subscription for the service and they still mm. give you ads. It's sort of weird. But I am um, talking about luxury cars and things like that. Did you hear about this lady caught keying a car in Sydney? No. Well, so, I talked uh, about the keying culture in Sydney. Remember how I said yeah, my mate? So this, yeah, yeah. Well, this um, <laughs> there's this article on news.com.au at the moment and it says, uh, as Jane Flanagan strolled through the cashed-up streets of S- Sydney's Dover Heights on her way to work, she casually took her key out and made a 10-centimetre gash into an Audi four-wheel drive. The nonchalant town planner did this five times in total, but little did she know that someone was watching. The car owner, Evan, caught the 53-year-old twice on a dash cam he had uh, to catch the culprit after his Audi had been targeted four times. I just think, like... I would have fucking loved to be Evan mm. catching someone out. Like just the, you know, I remember as a kid living in areas where there was like um, car break-ins and stuff and just thinking I'm going to stay up all night and just watch the car and we're going to catch him. Did you wear um, full black outfit? All black, exactly. Yeah, I had my um, my fake gun and um, ready to roll. But how would you feel being this chick? So she was fined $1,250. I think that was about five charges. But I did a Google search of her name. Yeah. And that's all that comes up. It's almost like you with O-Bike. If I type uh, in Flanagan, it's like the top results is Dover Heights woman who keys car in court, serial luxury car key caught on camera. Oh, Sydney yes. woman who keyed luxury car finally admits motivation. Her motivation was that she thought he was parked illegally. <laughs> Fucking bitch. And, there, and then there's a LinkedIn, Jane Flanagan, content and brand director. Nah, so that's not her. Um, not her. I did How, some more searching. I feel sorry uh, for she's her. She's a town, yeah, there's a town, plan, she's a town planner. I did some LinkedIn searching and found her on there. So that's slightly awkward. It's, it's um, yeah, how do you feel about it? Calling uh, her a fucking bitch is probably... Uh, communicates how you feel but do you <laughs> looks like a bitch. I, he actually looks like yeah. a bitch if i was to ever say someone has a sorry it's just playing it now yeah, yeah this is news.com day but i don't use the word how about this here's um here's a thing that i've been thinking about i don't use the word bitch anymore i haven't used the word bitch for a while like a few years at least but i i would call her an asshole uh over a bitch because i think a bitch has this connotation that it's sort of uh you know people can say it might be sexist or it's like it's a word that specifically only people use it for females. But she's a fucking asshole, really, isn't she? She's like yeah. that's – she's um, – yeah, I mean, but the, you're looking at very closely to the, what the meaning of the word is. I mean, there's, and well, that's no, the thing. If you're all trying to contri- – she's a bitch. Yeah, it, I don't no, mean a female it, dog. I just yeah, mean the fucking yeah, exactly. feeling I get when I want to call someone a bitch. 
However, the thing is that I reckon there's more power in calling her an asshole because <laughs> people will be like, oh, mate, you can't say that. But no, she's a fucking asshole. Like, no one can rebut. They'd be like, mate, that's sexist. No, she's a fucking uh, asshole. Lead in with she's a bitch because they'll say don't call her a bitch and then say she's an asshole and they'll have more cut through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this well, is just car related. This is interesting. Yeah. My um, brother was telling me, He's got like a big ute and he was reversing out of a spot. So he's the ass end of his car was going backwards and this woman somehow he looked he looked over his shoulder, saw this woman like in a in a, a big murk, like fucking mm-hmm. twenty meters away, pulling into this spot, and then he starts to reverse and next minute she's fucking behind him and he backs into her and she backed into him. So oh, they're, they're both, wow. both the backs backed into each other. Yeah. What do you do? Is that, called, is that docking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fucking look that up. Look that up. I don't know. No, no, that's not docking, is it? Docking's the one that when you're like a female would um, – Penetrate a dude? Is that what docking is? No, Just you fucking weirdo. No, but no, but the docker. No, but dock. I thought docking was like I just imagine to. Okay. I'm not even going to explain <laughs> it. Just dock it. Just fucking look it up. Sorry, look it up. <laughs> dock it. Do you mean Google it? Anyway, <laughs> so meant. they weren't docked. They weren't. They didn't dock each other. So, um, so who do you think's at fault if you if if you reverse and they reverse and you clash? Um, that's a good question. Well, I don't think it's clear. Uh, I, I, think, I think put it down, uh, down the middle, 50-50. Well, I don't think that's the actual. Um, that's not how it works. That's not the technical thing. So my brother contacted. Okay. Who's, um, whose driveway? I guess it's like who's backing out of a driveway? No, 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 car park. Just say car park, car park. general yeah. public space, and you're both back into each other. I'll tell you. So <sighs> my bro spoke to the um, – because he got the details of her. She got his, and he spoke to his insurer, and they said – uh, you both have to fork your own bill. Yeah. So it's actually you have to pay. It is so. It's, that's kind of fifty fifty. You're paying. You you pay your fifty. You pay your side. I pay my side. And anyway, she was saying, "Oh, can you please put it onto your insurance? My husband's going to kill me." Yeah. <laughs> my brother's like, "I yeah. don't care. You can, yeah. you can deal with it, my car, because he's got a big tray on the back of his. Like a, yeah. it's just metal. He said he had a little bit of." paint from her car and she'd obviously fucked her car heaps of times and has, to, has yeah. she's like, oh, I can't put another claim through. And um, <laughs> says it all really, doesn't it? She's being an asshole. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, her husband, her, her husband was the bitch. He, my bro could hear when she was on the phone to him, he could hear um, him in the background like telling her to say things. And then when he, oh. when he got on the phone, because my bro was like, just let me speak to your husband. And then when he got on the phone, he was a fucking bitch and wouldn't say anything. and was just like <laughs> just fully skirting around everything but was happy to yeah. instruct his wife, throw his wife under the bus, tell her, oh. tell, like what an arsehole. That, actually, yeah. Yeah, arsehole's more of a word. Yeah, he's an arsehole. So he's a little bitch arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> little bitch assholes, good. Um, talking about like uh, car crashes and shit like that, fines, right? What's the biggest fine you've ever received for like speeding or shit like that? Have you um, have, have you like ever lost your license? Never, nah, not even close. I I, I lost four demerit points. 
or something recent, uh, last year. Yeah. It's not my proudest moment, but I, I like to give it a caveat. I was sitting in fucking punt road traffic at 8 a.m. For people that don't know punt road, yeah, people uh, synonymously call cunt road because it uh, yeah. is, is. It's basically, it's basically every highway in L.A. is another way yeah. of looking at it. It's, it's standard traffic in Street. L.A. Um, so I was sitting in traffic like I had my car completely stopped, foot on the brake and no moving and I had my hand on my phone and mm-hmm. I just got a tap on the window. Oh, fuck my heart. In a motorbike? No, it was a, he was like a couple of cars behind and he got out of his car and walked up and just looked. And it was like I had gone. Was it a policeman that did this? This was yeah, a, a, a highway, highway patrol. They're the ones that are out. Uh, to yeah. st- I mean, they're on the quotas, right? They're trying yeah. to get their numbers up. And I get it. I, like, to be honest, I paid the fine. I tried to get out of it. And I, I would say I've done it uh, 98% less. Like, yeah, it has fucking so scared the shit out it. of me. And I look out and I, I, I play a bit of a game looking into other cars, seeing – just like yeah. fuck, dude! Please put that away. It's five hundred dollars. It is the most expensive fine. Five. I think it's over five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't even. I didn't even have my phone in my ear. Like driving at sixty k, laughing, talking, doing the podcast. Yeah. Fuck. It's like <laughs> no, I'm stuck, stuck in standstill traffic. It's the lesson I learned, though. Don't fucking do here's, that. Here's a question you. for you. Do you know? How fast do you have to drive when you're going past a cop car with their lights on if they're parked? How, what do you mean? To get if, you're, if, if there's a, if there's if there's a cop car on the side of the road, yeah. It, what's the rules when you're going past it? I didn't know what you mean. As in, like a speed guy? See, no, no, no. You see, you see a, a police car that's pulled someone else over. Yeah. In Melbourne, in Victoria. They've got their lights on or an AMBO, any emergency service. Would you just, what would you do? Is there you a rule? Past, normally. Is there a there rule? There fucking is a rule, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, I don't know the rule. I just. So the, the rule is, the rule is in Victoria, you have to be going 40 kilometers per hour when you're going past any emergency service vehicle when they have their lights on and they're on the side of the road. Fuck. Not only that, but. Um, uh, there's an article. There's another article uh, talking about is this the most obscure road rule? And what they talk about is guess what the speed li- limit is in South Australia when you're going past emergency services. Fuck. You probably won't guess. 30? It's 25, 25 kilometers an hour. And Fuck how about it. this? Get out and walk. A, a lady in New South Wales uh, visiting South Australia. Uh, they were on the freeway where it was 110 kilometers an hour. She was going 83 kilometers an hour, went past a uh, <laughs> uh, police. Uh, she didn't think it like, you know, they were pulled over. There were two cop cars pulled over another car. Anyway, a few minutes later, she gets pulled over. She actually thought she was going 85. They said she was going 83. They said, you know, you're meant to be going 25 k's an hour. She got fined over $1,000 and she got disqualified for six months. Oh, fuck off. Stupid bullshit rules. They're, that's annoying. You know what I hate more is fucking um, Church Street Richmond coming up the hill from uh, Bridge Road. I'm trying to get paint a picture for you, Josh, so you know. Bridge Road. 
no, sorry, mm-hmm. coming up the hill from um, Swan Street, and you go past the church, and then it de- mm-hmm. goes down the hill towards Bridge Bridge Road. So yep. I was coming up there, went, and I was about to go Can down. I just say, hill. Trevor Long left a review on uh, iTunes and said how much lo- he loves the podcast, and said that it's very in. I don't think we could be any more inward focus right now than you explaining <laughs> a church on fucking no, Swan I, Street. But well, go on. Y- you're my main audience. People are listening sure, to this you. as well. So I just want to make sure the story is great for you. You'll get the point. My point okay. is this cop car pulled over on the opposite side of where I was traveling. So I was about to go down mm-hmm. the hill and yeah. sneaky fucker pulls out his gun. He thought he was fucking Sylvester speed, Stallone. Speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's speed gun, but he <laughs> treated it like a fucking like he was using a rifle and he lodged it up yeah. onto the top of the car and then started yeah. – getting speed, getting my speed going down the hill. And he did it so mm. fast. Like I, I made eye contact with him because I was going, it's a 40 zone. I made eye contact yeah. with him as I went past him and yeah. I sort of just smiled at him. And then I think that sort of ticked him off and he's like, I'll fucking teach you. And then he just, yeah. it was like he literally, it looked like he pulled a gun from his holster, got it up onto the um, so top bad. of the car to get aim at me and he had his, you know, radar gun and he didn't get shit. But I was like, that's that hill, you know, when you're going down a hill and yeah. they're trying to get your speed. And of course, like, unless you get your foot in your brake, you, you're going to roll into a higher speed. And so I thought speeding fine downhill. I had a feeling that maybe this is a complete, um, uh, uh myth, but I thought that you couldn't be fined going down a hill. Well, I would have fanged it if I knew, if I knew that. Yeah, I'm sure that's not a rule. I'm sure that's a myth. Yeah, I hit a hundred down the hill. <laughs> in a forty, <laughs> but as long sweet. as by the end of it, as long <laughs> as by the end of it, you're back down to forty. You're okay. <laughs> I, I had one, um, had one instance where I um, was filming uh, in the Dandenongs, which is sort of this for people who aren't from Victoria, yeah. real sort of hilly, mountainy sort of area, really nice forest, and um, we were filming a cyclist. I was in. I was driving my mate's VW Golf, and he was uh, strapped in the back, on the back seat, with the seatbelt on, and we had the tripod set up in the boot, pointing out the back with the um, uh, the the boot sort of open, and yeah. we're filming. We're getting some great stuff. Anyway, we uh, we're getting some shots. Pulled over on this um, corner to do a UE to do it again. And we just got like boxed in by a, a cop car, and he said, "Yeah, you, this is." Like, I think he said that it was idiotic because we were driving slowly on like next to these like double lines, and it was super yeah. dangerous. And I think he was angry at cyclists too because he's like, "You know, that cyclist could have been because we were filming the cyclist." But did um, um, did you get fined? No. No, I didn't get fined. It was the day after my birthday. I don't know if that played a, a part in it. But what, um, you reckon no, he looked at your license and he thought he was like, yeah, or it was his birthday yesterday? Give him a break. But um, <laughs> maybe not. Do you think I'm maybe ill-informed? <laughs> Very ill-informed, as if that, okay. as if he gives a shit. Oh, you never know. He didn't. He didn't say anything. Oh, get this. <laughs> I know. A, I know a copper who um, used to dabble in some illegal behaviour of himself. Uh, yeah. himself and he was telling me the story about how he pulled over a car and he was with a female officer 
and they were looking through there was like night it was like late late at night and mm-hmm. this this dodgy car and they found a huge bag of weed in the car mm-hmm. and um so they got that out and they had to you know give him a fine or give uh, I don't even know if they arrested him I think they just took all these yeah. details and he didn't have anything else on him and he wasn't high himself anyway he said to because they need to like uh, log the evidence right yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's probably 4.3 grams. And um, <laughs> and then they weighed it and she's like, how did you know that? What do you mean? Like that's it's literally 4.5 grams. Uh, it just fucked up just then. We need to work out this tech technology side of things. I think it's got nothing to do with fucking us and everything to do with this program. <laughs> anyway, just, no, finish that story. So the dude was like seeing his colleague was thinking he was very sus because he could – almost down to the number say how much weed that they found <laughs> did and did they um like was she did, did he get the vibe that she was like actually like fucking sus or she yeah, was just oh, yeah. no 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 she's like what yeah her mind would have been thinking what the fuck how do you know that well, we haven't even weighed. I asked you when we hadn't weighed it, and now. <laughs> you allowed to? What's the deal with being a um, a police officer? Like, what pass? Are you, do you have to have no criminal record? What's the deal? Uh, if I don't hundred percent know, but I assume that you cannot have a criminal record to be a police officer. But yeah, sure. there's plenty of things people have done that haven't been logged yeah. in the uh, the crime database. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Just very quickly before we wrap up, uh, walking along uh, Byron Bay yest- uh, yesterday, um, just I think we just finished. Uh, no, we we hadn't had lunch or anything yet. Walking around anyway, I um, go past uh, go um, past this corner, and someone goes, "Josh," and it's it's my friend. Sarah Lee, who's from Hawaii, who like lives in a completely different fucking city. She lives, she actually lives in San Diego now and she was in Byron Bay. Fuck me. Anyway, and it was just, and I saw her as I was like walking past, I was like, man, she looks like Sarah Lee. And then she like was the one who call, called it out and was like, Josh, it was just an amazing experience. I have like, um, I met her online back in 2008 we're the same age. She's an awesome surf photographer and she liked one of my videos on Vimeo. I followed her stuff on um, Flickr and we've stayed in contact. We catch up probably every couple of years. We end up bumping into each other. Shit. But I just like, I loved, like it was just such a moment where I was like, how fucking sick is that? That's cool. Have, have you have you had any of those cases? Well, I mean, it seems to happen when I'm near a beach because she's, because she's like a full-time like surfer, photographer type. And um, so naturally, anytime I'm anywhere near the coast, it's more likely to happen. But have you ever bumped into people that you know, um, you know, in a completely different country accidentally? Yeah, I was in LA and I walked into a hostel where I was staying and I saw a, a chick that I grew up with. And then we started hanging out. It's fucking sick. My brother, though, was in Germany and they got snowed in. It was like probably 2011 or something. There was like massive storms all across Europe and snow just like grounded hundreds of flights in England and all over Germany. And anyway, bro was staying in this hostel that he um, 
owned like found a room last minute, and he was leaving to flee, to go fly out because the snow had cleared. He's walking in, sorry, he's walking out, and my best mate walks in to this fucking random hostel, and they're like, "Holy shit, what are you doing here?" And um, uh, anyway, yeah, coincidence. Such a small world. How about the, just to top the serendipity even more than that is I feel like all like Sarah and I, like we, um, when I was, uh, in 2012, I went to Macworld, Right. And, uh, the guy who I was, um, who was going to come over and film with me, his wife's, uh, granddad died the night before we were going and he pulled the pin at 11 PM, um, less than 12 hours before the flight. Uh, I'd never traveled on my own before. He was like, um, Hey man, I'm going to have to cancel. And so I was going there on my own with all these plans of like filming this stuff. So I, I contacted Sarah Lee and she, we, we booked a flight for, for her from uh, Hawaii to San Francisco and she filmed the whole um, expo uh, for me. But these, these things, these things, right. Which just like, and we'd only caught up for the first time in person in like 2011 and she um, stayed with my family in um, uh, Melbourne and she was hanging out with Bree and I. It's amazing. But this is where it even gets um, weirder. So I um, got an email today and I think I told you this bit. I got an email from an interesting sort of technology company or like a you know a big company today. I told you that bit, didn't I? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This morning. Anyway, I asked them, I had to sign this uh, non-disclosure agreement. They write back with what they're after and they're after a, um, they're doing a production in Byron Bay or they're wanting to produce a video in Byron Bay and they're, and it's surf related. It's like all these fucking weird things, like talk about serendipity. So I'm like calling up Sarah being like, hey, would this be something that you'd want to collab on? It's sure. just like how fucking like what a random fucking you know turn of like turn of events like a bunch of events that happen all at once where it's like when like it just so happened that I went to Byron bumps in bumped into Sarah get this email and for it all and for me to even know what her schedule's like I was um it's pretty fucking weird what is it what is it what does it all mean Josh I don't know I think what it means is. I don't know. Nothing, I think that it's, no, no, what it means. No, I'll, I'll give it some meaning. I think that <laughs> what it show. No, what it shows or what it demonstrates is the power of serendipity, and so the power of like getting out of your cocoon and just having little moments. If I'd stayed in the one spot and I hadn't gone to Byron, none of that stuff would have happened. So it's always probably like getting out, having the fucking skin of uh, the. Uh, the air touches skin or whatever the fuck, whatever analogy you want to use, like get out into the real world and be like connecting with people. Cause that's where shit's going to happen. Yeah. Free out the opportunities. I'm annoyed about this, I'm annoyed about this audio. I'm going to run it past Zen Castor who uh, is the tech behind this because this is literally something's gone wrong every fucking nah. episode. Fuck it. Trevor Long, please do a review on Zencaster on our behalf. Shit ass. Yeah, <laughs> they need some work. I like the concept. I like the concept, but this is, it's even like the quality's gone downhill since your 
mic's disconnected, so I don't know. Cool, mate. Well, uh, it's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Remember, please uh, subscribe to us through iTunes on the podcast app. My favourite podcasting app is, uh, what is it, Uh, Casts, which is on... um, which is like six bucks or something on the iPhone. It's amazing. And, uh, yeah, if you want to send us an email, the email is hi at the daily talk show.com. If you want to comment on our use of the word bitch from this episode. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>